This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Come on! Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. People are insane at Costco. Well, I'll give you that it's Thunderdome on a Saturday at Costco, especially if you go anytime after opening. Dave and Mahoney. Which is most people. Well, no, I mean anytime like. Anytime after opening. <laughs> well, after opening. If you go after like 10 a.m. If or you go noon. between opening and closing, it's crazy. <laughs> it is. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. So for those of you that are listening right now wondering what's going on, we had to wait to start the show today because Mahoney took too big of a bite of an apple. What, why did you just take another bite when you know you're not going to be able to talk? I mean, we're doing it, man. This is a juicy-ass apple. No, I was smacking them lips. I have a theory, though. If you chew with your mouth open, food tastes a little bit better, depending uh-huh. on the food. Depending you on the food. It like it's a bottle of wine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I bet that apple is nice and it's too juicy to have your mouth closed. Yeah, man, this is healthy. This is the healthiest thing I'm going to do all day. Well, listen, I got some good news and I got some bad news. <laughs> he's not kidding. Aggressively eating an apple, the healthiest thing he's going to do Absolutely. All day. <laughs> got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Hey, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? 16.5 million Americans are at risk of a stroke because... They exercise too hard. See, this is why I'm trying to save my life well, out here. People are a little delulu out here, just thinking that they can get back into the work, like the workouts that they did when they were like in high school. So they go full throttle, and no wonder it's the middle of the summer. You're gonna, you're gonna stroke out, dude. You need to settle down. So researchers found that people with estimated to affect about 5% of the people in the United States are at risk of suffering sudden clots in the brain Mm -hmm. from simple activities, even like a brisk walk, swimming, or another good reason not to do this, Zumba. Oh, Zumba is so cute. I love seeing those little old ladies in their Zumba in. Yeah, man, if you were were looking to meet like a, you know, like a middle-aged divorcee who's trying to get her life back on track. Zumba. And and get some fitness goals, Zumba is the place. You never see anybody, I mean, you might. Might see some youngs in there, but I mean, really, it's the old ladies in there who loved dancing back in the day, and they just get in there and just do their little high stepping. I don't feel like you can go to Zumba without some sort of synchronized outfit. Like you can't just half-ass. You can't roll well, in that's there. Just the, the gym culture of 2023. Yeah, you don't unsynchronize right. your outfits. Yeah. <laughs> you have synchronized outfits. I love a matching set. Are you kidding me, Mahoney? Do you have a synchronized outfits for when you're out power walking around? Your that's right, I do. Yeah, yeah, I got matching headbands. <laughs> He actually really does. Don't you remember when he brought him in? And not was- even for him and his wife, just for him. That's He's right. Got, yeah, where's two of them? Uh, so it suggests 16.5 million Americans may want to refrain from going all out while they work out. Uh, but, you know. That's why Make I'm not doing easy. that today. Yeah, Make exactly. Why I'm aggressively eating an apple. That's right. Uh, some good news today as well. If you love meat but don't love the idea of animals getting beheaded, uh, lab-grown chicken is now a thing and uh, it's approved for this sale. This is not, this isn't, it's, no, no. No? Not I'm here, here for it. For it. So good. That ain't going to be any different than what's in a McNugget already. No, yeah, but that's no, not so, like but a it's natural not soy. chicken. Well, that's true because it's not. I would almost rather plant-based proteins that are coaxing themselves, like the the chicken patties that are soy. Like I would almost rather that I'll, than like, hey, here's this like 
3D chicken. It doesn't sound uh, great when you call it a lab-grown no, chicken. No, I want the lab-grown. I want it all, man. Like, same thing. Like, I, I, I'm all on board with the Impossible Nuggets. Those sure, are pretty damn... that's plant-based. Those are great in and of itself. But I'm, I'm not afraid to try some, like, you know, lab-grown chicken. Because here's the thing. If you ever watch... You know, Audrey, when we watched uh, Supersize Me, Supersize Me. we're all gluttons, No, no but Supersize Me too, and you see how those chickens are raised. You know, like, it ain't going to be. It's not worse than what's growing in a lab. So they, they're they cultivating this meat by extracting cells from an animal and then growing the cells in a controlled environment by providing nutrients. But they're not raising the animals for slaughter, which obviously is different. And there's some. Bill you know, Gates. Uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, uh, Bill Gates, the man who makes your computer, is now behind your chicken. <laughs> I'll eat it all. Make it tasty. Deep fry it. Yeah. Put some spice on that bitch. As long as it's tasty, I don't really care. Yep, I don't care. I don't need to know how it's made. Oh, guys, we have to care about our food. No, we don't. You have nope. to care about your food. Yeah, I do. Is it tasty? Tasty. I'm eating it. In. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Maybe I'm the only person out there that gets kind of annoyed by this sort of thing, but my wife has been wanting a new TV because we got the living room finally done and all that stuff. And so we decided that we were going to order one. And, you know, we ordered the TV, and it's a very specific one. She wants the picture frame TV that has the art on it and blah, 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 uh, which, again, is fine. You know, you can get an LG. Uh, no, they don't make the LG for no, the picture frame. I, I know they don't, but I mean, you you've, been, you've, been, you've been an LG ride or die for a, for a minute, Dave. I know, and I am I've actually very much a fan of LG, and I looked everywhere to see if LG made one of these TVs. They don't. And they do not. Um, it's Samsung, and I yeah. hate Samsung, but... You know, wife gets what the wife. Wants. Why didn't you get like an external? Uh, why didn't you make an external uh, what, picture frame? For what are it? you talking about? I am not. I am not a woods crafter. I'm not a you wood. Can hire somebody you to just, do it. You, they, you know the you know the size of the TV and the model. You send it off. I'm not, go on Etsy, man. I'm not going on Etsy. I'm not going to make it myself. I'm not going to have a custom frame built. So now you're going to live like with a Samsung molding. for the rest of your life. Not for the rest of my life. Two years until it dies. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> they also just like make molding. You just like. Piece it together. Guys, I'm not DIYing my television. Like, I've got so much crap that I've been working You're on. You're doing this Oh, house. he'll DIY. He'll, he'll, he'll renovate the whole rest of his house, but 17? not this. The literal easiest thing to do. Oh, really? I'd like to see you make a custom television. All you do is you take the sizes and then place like Home Depot and Lowe's will cut it for you and I, then you just glue it. So I wouldn't even do that. I'll just call it, go on Etsy, man. Nope. Uh, now you want me gluing stuff? I ain't gluing nope. stuff. Go on Etsy. It's as easy as doing light bulbs and you've just been a light bulb changing maniac. I absolutely have. I will continue <laughs> to change light bulbs. In fact, last night, you'll appreciate this, I was changing a couple of light bulbs that were fairly close to each other. Two hands. One on each bulb at a time. Whoa. Out. Two new ones. That's how good I'm Hire uh, this guy thing. for all of your so, light bulb changing needs. He right. needs money. <laughs> I do, man. I'm broke. But the thing, the thing that got me when I ordered this TV is that they're like, oh, it's going to be delivered on Wednesday of this week. And I'm like, okay, fine. Wednesday, sure. Uh, but they gave me a 12-hour window for when it's going to be delivered. That. It's going to be delivered between 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. That's like, the worst. When you do this for a living, how is it that you're going to say somebody has to be home in order to sign for it and there's a 12-hour window? At least they came, right? Well, the TV hasn't showed up yet. Oh. How big a TV you get? See, I could only get a 55 because the the, no! the, 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 si- the, si- the size of the wall. I, I tried to get a bigger one and the wife wouldn't allow it. The, the wall will only support a 55-incher. Mahoney I know. was so upset. You see, <laughs> Dude, I'm on Etsy right now. You could have bought one of those for $100. $100 for the frame? For a frame, and okay. then they, and they'll then, match the color to your walls mm-hmm. or wherever the aesthetic that you want. And you could, you're, you're going to be watching football on Sundays 
on a 55-inch size TV. TV. Don't you, don't no, you man, dare. No, man, he's got that theater room. You don't ain't you... going anywhere other than that for football. Yeah, uh-huh. that, that's why this is the decoration. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> How dare you size shame me, Mahoney? You're worse than a 12-hour window for delivery. This is David Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for David Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message. I recently discovered that I'm terrible at small talk. How about them weather patterns, huh? Message deleted. I am with you, brother. I hate small talk. Despise it. Do you? Yes. I mean, you talk a lot about sports, which I feel like is the best (laughs) kind of small talk there can be. Why? Why got to come at me, man? I'm just saying you're good at it. You, you know, you commentate sports for a living as well. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess that that is kind of the equivalent of weather. Yeah, it's it's just yeah. not weather. It's like when you talk to your grandma, she's always like, oh, the weather here and there. And you're like, okay, it's just small talk. But I guess it'd be weird if she's like, what do you think about the Detroit Lions this upcoming season, bro? <laughs> but I mean, there has to be a barrier of entry. It's kind of difficult having small talk with people who you don't, or large talk, whatever the opposite of small talk is. With people you just don't know. See, that's why I love my new neighbor, Dale, so much, is because I'll see him. And normally, the neighborly talk is always small talk. You know, uh-huh. how are you? Yeah, the weather's been crazy, blah, blah, Nah, man. Like, every time I see him, he is just, he cannot wait to have a very serious conversation about how much he absolutely hates the people that live next door to him. See, I love that. I think that that's so much more, I don't know. I also have a problem with people who find that they have to be so deep and intellectual about everything with every person they encounter. Yeah. Like, settle down. It's annoying on both ends. Just everyone stop talking. Everyone, shut up. Stop having opinions. Let's all just become sheep. Uh, last week, we were uh, submersible. We were submarine experts. This week, we are Russian coup experts. Oh, man. That was some crazy stuff that and, happened over you the know, weekend, it's just Russia. Holy moly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. I went out to eat the other day and I almost complained to management because there was this one guy sitting behind us. But for the entire duration of the meal, he was videoing himself for his YouTube channel or something. Have you ever sat and listened to someone narrate their entire meal? Never again. Message deleted. Yeah, that's pretty annoying. I don't know if it's happened to me. I've certainly seen the people that have the like the ring light or whatever or yeah. the specialty light and they're sitting there doing all these angles and standing up on chairs to get a shot of the food and all that that's stuff. That's their I, job, though. I don't care if you anybody does that, just as long as you're not impacting me in any way, shape, or form. If you're, you're like, me a could show you move or could you move out of my shot, then, I'm, then I want to slap you. But outside of that, like, you, you, you look stupid, and if you've got no shame in your game, you do you, man. Yeah, absolutely. That's usually their job. If you're going to influencer is a job now, as unfortunate as all of us want to accept that reality as being. But if anything, you're removing small talk from my table, and now I get to talk about you and, like, what's going on over there. I'm like, oh, do you see that? Also, those type of people have all of the best things brought out to their table. So I also yeah. have a another. You know, to order. I have another take on the people who have like literally like no shame in all this. Better that they're sitting here self-indulging all every, every single thought because if they weren't doing that, a lot of them serial killers. Because <laughs> they're yeah. just egomaniacs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah just just absolute narcissists. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No empathy. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean just those. Yep. Yeah. Hundred percent. So they're what? they're out here. So Instagram's out here saving life. To influencer is yep. the uh, the very is similar the scale. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. The only thing that separates them is an iPhone. Yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. 
If you want a good uh, weapon for the trunk, uh, Google trunk monkey. They got pretty good product. Later. Message deleted. Tony's Googling right now. Are you finding anything other than just videos of people so with weapons in their cars? So it's just a video. It's a chimpanzee with a shotgun. Oh. oh. Yeah. That would be a great you, you, trunk you, weapon. You hit, yeah. you hit the, you hit the uh, open uh, your trunk button, the chimpanzee jumps out with a shotgun, and, uh, you know, bird shot, of course. Of course. You don't want to, you know, kill the people. Yeah. Just, just wound them. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just what? a no. good road if rage wounding. A, if yeah. I had a chimp in my trunk, he's going buckshot. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have a bazooka? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So Audrey's been reading a lot of books recently, and that has led to her also listening to some books. You had a uh, road trip over the weekend, and you're traveling you know, four and a half hours each way. And so you decided that you were going to listen to some books, which is not an abnormal thing. I think audiobooks have become very popular over the course of the last couple of years and the ease of use. But your choice of an audiobook I found to be very interesting. So you are giving me too much credit. Uh, this is the first time I've ever decided to dive into an audiobook because a this lot of times- the first time ever for you? Yeah, so wow. because, and Mahoney, you are in on the audiobook train. Mm-hmm. Um it matters the the reader. Yeah. Like if if you have a person who is voicing a book and it is super annoying. I've tried in the past mm-hmm. and I've bought the book, I've done the whole thing and I've gotten a page and a half in to listening to them read the the book. And being in this industry, I just can't stand it. I can't stand a bad voice, so I tap out. Or poorly, poorly read, or yeah. bad yeah. voices. Like where the crawdad sing is a perfect example of yeah. that. I tried to do that, and it was a person who was faking a southern accent and being uh, a southerner. I was like, I'm all the way out, especially what the hell? for well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they were trying to fake the funk on Louisiana uh, as well, so it was just yeah, bad so. news. But um, yeah, I I was diving into a court of um, Thorns and Roses is the series by Sarah J. Moss. And it's a fantasy book where it fairies and, you know, all that sort of thing. But it's smut is what it really gets down to. It's like fairy romance smut. So these are, they're, they're fairies that are banging? Yeah, man. Okay. So it's no different than like, I don't know, people reading. It's much better, much better written than... Uh, Twilight series, but that was romance Dude, fantasy I mean, as well. You think you about know? what our what our parents read back in the day the the Diane Steele novels, yes. the stuff mm-hmm. with Fabio on it. I mean, mm-hmm. this is a whole new level. I mean, like you have an amazing story in a world that they've created, but Which also is a fantastic world. You know, oh my uh, gosh, <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of sex. I mean, but it's it's funny because as I'm as I'm blushing thinking about it, when I'm reading it, it is written for women. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's definitely one of those things where it's the long game through the books. It's never just like a page and it's done. <laughs> it goes on for chapters. So I'm sitting here in my car, like you said, Dave, four and a half hours both way. And I was blushing the entire time because this book is about 700 pages. I'm on the third of the series. Okay. And it's about 700 pages. So in order for me to kind of get through this book, you really got to be turning and burning in order to finish the series in a decent amount of time. So I chose the audiobook and as I'm listening, I'm like, oh my gosh, I kind of like looking around and getting all flustered and I'm flustered thinking about it too. And I just felt like, I don't know. I've never been in that position where that was the book that I chose and I kind of turned it off at one point, but I listened to this book for four and a half hours. That's so funny that you said it because I've never, I don't think ever uh, been a horny driver. 
That's a weird thing to think about that you're like turned on while you're just Hold driving on, by dude. yourself. But no, not necessarily. You never made that road trip to like go hook up with somebody like in college. Like, no, or younger that was college your days. thing, Mahoney. You never did that, really? You never drove like a couple hundred miles to go like hook up? Nah, man. Like with a friend who was away at school or something? That's no. normal. Oh, I did that a fair amount. How far did you drive, Mahoney? A couple hundred miles. A couple hundred miles? Yeah. yeah. Wow. What does that equate to hours? Um, <laughs> three or four hours, depending. Yeah. I think the longest was like five or six. Five or six hours? Six hours. Each way? Six hours, yeah. yeah. You, you spent a whole half of a day driving. Did you, in fact, get laid? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I did. But uh, I made sure to, because it was, you know, when I was younger and not quite as dead inside as I am now. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, I had to, you know, I took care of business on the road on the way there. <laughs> Just oh, to wait, make sure. Was this the Wendy's napkin story? Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. I forgot that detail, and they're so The crusty brown napkins. Yes, those are the worst. Hey, man. <laughs> so this, was my, this was my one shot, and I had to make it count. <laughs> that poor napkin. This is Dave and Mahoney. There is a certain person, a certain person, so vile, so arrogant, a middle ground between horrible and useless, a culinary and retail nightmare, a person who we call Karen. Karen, why did you do that? Why did you do that? Why? These are the Karen Chronicles. Why did you do that, Karen? Mahoney, we are living in the golden age of being a Karen or a Darren. Has nothing to do with the name. Has everything to do with the lifestyle and the attitude. There are all sorts of entitled people out there. And we are featuring a couple today, including a deli. I yeah. Just, it's kind who's, of, who's, what Karen's going to be mad at a deli? It's actually a Darren, very specifically, oh is upset. But overall, this is uh, Cricket's Deli on Main. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got 4.8 out of 5 stars, so very good reviews. Just Steven said 4 out of 5. Awesome deli. Salads and subs were amazing and filling. Lori said five out of five. Freshly made sandwiches, delicious looking desserts, and real southern sweet tea. Ooh, that matters. Can you review if just the desserts look delicious? Like if you didn't actually taste them? See, I feel like you can't can't do that because every time you go to a buffet, those desserts always look good. And then they are tasteless pieces of garbage. That is true. But I don't think this deli had bad uh, Uh, desserts. I bet they were good. Darren K., not impressed, said one out of five stars. If I wanted Subway, I would have gone to Subway. Crickets has the worst sub sandwich ever. How not toasted can you possibly be if you're a sub? How hard is it to toast my bread? The bread was so doughy, it tasted like flour. Hint, I bet toasting it would have made it taste a lot better. Shredded meat on a sandwich is disgusting. They didn't even have banana peppers. But guess who does? Subway. The submarine in my pants is a better sub sandwich than this crap. <laughs> nah, nah, man. How would he pull it together sub? there? He pulled it together there at the end. I'm not even mad. What, what, and, are, you, what and, are you doing? And also, man, like this ain't this ain't a Quiznos. They all closed. <laughs> Settle down. Uh, and we also have a review today from the Black and Decker 12 cup programmable coffee maker. Okay. On Amazon, it's got four. Oh, I think I have that. I, th- I literally think I have. Yeah, you did. Everyone. Oh had yeah, that. I had. Everyone that. Everyone had that coffee maker. 100. percent That was a great coffee it's maker. 4.5 out of five stars. It's got 47,000 reviews on reviews. Amazon. Uh, Matt said five out of five for the price point. You can't ask for much more. Works great. Easy to use. That's honestly like 90% of any appliance. Does yep. it work and is it easy? Yep. Cool. Done. Done. Uh, Triple G said five out of five. Best 
a cup of coffee in a long time, and I had an expensive one, but cheap ones work better. Now, go on with that smooth coffee you're going to make me. <laughs> I don't know why he's sweet-talking this coffee maker. Uh, Karen Yu did not have a great experience, said one out of five stars. This is a great appliance, but the name is very misleading. It's called a coffee maker, but it doesn't actually make anything. You have to put ground-up coffee and water in the machine first, along with a filter. If you were to buy it without having these things and expected to make the coffee, you'd be very disappointed. I wasn't, but others could be. Just be aware that if you buy these items, you don't get coffee with it. Plus, the only way the coffee is going to taste good is if you add milk to it. Do you know where milk comes from? Gross! Okay. (laughs) All right. The actual coffee maker is wonderful, but you have to put coffee in the coffee maker in order to make it, which is, I believe, how All every coffee. coffee machine works. No, man, not, not in Karen's world. You buy it, and it just magically appears. Can you imagine if she had to grind her own beans? Because ain't nobody grinding her beans. Nope. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, can I ask you a personal question? What's that, Dave? Are you still on your uh, your beef stick kick? Yeah, the chomps. They're called chomps. They're sir. called chomps. They're yeah. called chomps. So they're you, you beef eat... and salt. That's all they are. Yeah, beef. It's so so. It's kind. Of, is it sort of like a slim jim? I mean, it's the same size and shape as a slim jim, but it is. Which I've never really understood that. Why is it like? Okay, let's make this gigantic stick of beef, but let's have it be. Three feet long and one millimeter in diameter. I mean, it's it's so you can get a lot of it in your mouth. Is that what it is? Yeah. Does it just, help you get more of it in your mouth at once? While you're driving. It feels like it'd be less in your mouth at one time. Like, I'd rather like a brat style no, no, chunk you know, of beef drink. I don't think you're going to choke on a Slim Jim. I hope not. You're probably right. Uh, but you eat your, uh, your chomps at weird times of the day. I mean, driving to work, sometimes here at the station, sometimes late at night. There, It's like I've got a whole, you know, big-ass container because you can get them at Trader Joe's, but I wouldn't recommend buying them that way. Uh, because they are more expensive. When you go that route, you can get a, about 25% cheaper if you just go through their website at Chomps. I think it's chomps.com. By the way, I saw an article, not to get sidetracked here, about the uh, the secret underworld of Trader Joe's employees uh-huh. and like basically how they're all hooking up with each other, which I had no idea, but it makes sense. That's why they're all so happy. That, I mean, yeah, man, like good for them. Everyone's like, getting their They're own. getting paid well. They're getting yeah. they're getting off. Like, mm-hmm. hey, it's it's a good world. And Chomps' website is uh, chomps.com, Dave. I, this is not a paid advertisement. It is not, no. This is just something I like. Uh, the reason why I bring it up is because there's a 38-year-old man by the name of James Brandon Strickland. And anytime you bring in the middle name, you're like, uh-huh. oh, boy. Uh, riding a bike without a rear red light. And so 10.20 p.m., they pull him over. Uh, the cops asked him, hey, do you have anything illegal on you, sir? Uh, he said no, I did not, and uh, gave officers the permission to check him. An officer located a large abnormal bulge near his groin area that was not attached to his body. Uh, turned out that he <laughs> four extra large unopened Slim Jim beef jerky sticks that were sticking out of his waistband. Hell yeah! And he had tried to conceal them down his pant leg. Okay. And so they're like, uh, "What? Uh, what is that?" They also found a green three hundred five cigarette container that was in his pocket. Inside, clear plastic baggie containing meth. So he had Slim Jims and meth on him when he was riding his bike. I mean, that is the breakfast of champions, man. Like, this man this man, this, this man, knows what fuels him when he's riding his bike. And we're not done yet. He also had a backpack on him. What, what was in this backpack? In, what do you think was in the backpack? <sighs> Machete. Close. 20 pocket knives. 
<laughs> you can never have enough pocket knives, Dave. You know, you lose one, then you you, you just need it. Yeah, you know, you can never have enough pocket knives. Dude, this guy has got big meth energy. So 20 pocket knives, which I think does equal one full-size machete. Uh, collectible coins, an airsoft gun, a large wooden box of baseball cards, sunglasses holder containing another clear glass pipe with a white powder residue, also meth. Uh-huh. Uh, he claimed all the items family heirlooms. I, who's to say that they're not? Mm-hmm. You know, baseball cards, Slim Jims, uh, lighters, sunglasses, all this. You know, I, I just I thought this was America, Dave. We can't ride around with Slim Jims in our pants and meth in our backpack anymore. I, I, the and, terrorists have won. And 20 pocket knives. There's just one too many. You, and 19 pocket knives, is, that's that's the limit in this area. Yep. You know, we're the, the I, thought, I thought we had rights. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Dave and Mahoney present, Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Probably not. Ashley is joining us for a round of Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Ashley, tell us about your level of education. How far did you get in school? Oh my goodness, I do have a college education. I'm Norian. Okay, college education, fantastic. We're rooting for you today because when Mahoney wins, he's fairly insufferable. But, Audrey, you'll also probably be able to attest to this. Even when Mahoney doesn't win, he's fairly insufferable because he'll just claim that he won. (laughs) Or he just is blaming uh, our producers for Mm. going against him and the decisions on the questions they decided. Yes, the questions were stupid if if he doesn't know the answer to them. Since being in the new (laughs) studio, I think we've been here for, what, three months now? Uh, Undefeated. So That's just not true. Please take your headphones off. Going to continue. Okay. He's leaving the studio. He's going to go to a soundproof space. Uh, you guys have the uh, the same questions that you'll be asked today. There's a total of six, so you have a pass. I would just encourage you to use that pass sooner rather than later if you feel like you need it. Here we go with question number one, Ashley. Good luck. What do you measure with a thermometer? What? <laughs> temperature. Yeah. Temperature on the board. Yeah. It's fairly easy. Okay, I this one. I was going to hang up on you if you didn't get that right. <laughs> <laughs> Question number two. How many zeros are there in a trillion? Fifteen. She's counting. She says fifteen and new. Uh, you went way overboard there. Uh, it's nine, nine, nine zeros in a trillion. In a trillion, that's yeah. it. Yeah. The, well, that, I mean, yeah, you, have, you have the first small. number and then nine zeros after that. <laughs> fifteen. All right, I'm gonna jot that. I down was thinking there. twelve. Gras are right there with you. Okay. Uh, question number three: What country gifted the Statue of Liberty to the United States? France. France is correct. Hey, wait a second. Was that a hint, Audrey? No, that's just how I normally say, oh, what a question. <laughs> uh, question number four. Who is Mickey Mouse's girlfriend? Minnie Mouse. Minnie Mouse what is great. kind of questions are these I think today? Chris wanted to make them fairly accessible. <laughs> uh, you do have a pass if you need it still. You got three correct. You're doing great. How many arms does a starfish have? Five. Yeah. Oh. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> sure Backtrack. Uh, all right, so you got four correct. I'm going to go ahead and do the uh, the last question, even though you didn't use your pass. Uh, what bird is often associated with delivering babies? What type of bird? A stork. A stork <laughs> is correct. All right, so Mahoney is going to re-enter the room. Let's see what he has to complain about now. <laughs> Take your time. It's a long walk. It's a big studio. It's not that long of a walk. It's a big He's walk. just sauntering. 
Big walk. <clears throat> Small oh, eggs. That's annoying me, but it is. Yeah, you know, some of us know how to make an entrance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, question number one, what do you measure with a thermometer? Temperature. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it, Mahoney's face. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> when, the, when they said make these questions easier, we didn't mean this easy. Well, just be, just Hang on. be prepared. Question number two, okay. how, how many zeros are there in a trillion? In a trillion, uh, three, six, so million. Five seconds. Million. Three, hold on a second. Three, four, six, three, nine, two, twelve. Twelve? No. That's what I thought too, Mahoney. It's nine. Is it nine? Yeah. Eh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> I, so here you're, you're you're putting artificial time constraints, making me go. Uh, it's not artificial time I can't talk it no, out. Uh-uh. I'm sure. I'm sure our contestant had <clears throat> plenty of time. Still wrong. Don't yell in front of the baby. I'm baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't wake up the baby. It's garbage baby. collusion. <laughs> Mom and dad are fighting again. Question number three: What country gifted the Statue of Liberty to the United States? France. Yes. Don't just get all huffy and puffy over there, you dingling. Uh, question number four: Who is Mickey Mouse's girlfriend? First off, Mickey is married, Dave. Well, that's maybe that. But maybe. it's Minnie. I've never seen oh, a ring, oh, ring on that glove. Yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> first <laughs> off, you've, Mickey and Minnie have been married several times in the cartoons over the years. Her last name is literally the same as his, Mouse. Okay, so <laughs> there we learned something new today. Thank you for that. Uh, that's incorrect, Mahoney. Minnie Mouse is his wife. I asked who his girlfriend is, and it is Goofy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question number five. How many arms does a starfish have? Five. Five is correct. And uh, no pass used, so that means that Ashley is. Does it? Yep. She got one wrong, you got one wrong, and the tie goes uh-huh. to the caller. She even got the bonus one correct. So You didn't even give me she, the bonus one. I know, because you don't need to. You've already lost. Okay. Mahoney. Well done, Ashley. Listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So we're getting uh, blown up in uh-huh. the uh, in the studio here because uh, mm-hmm. collusion you were is a foot. I was right. Twelve. We're, Mahoney was right. Twelve. Uh, we're, we're gonna have to flog our producer after the show because uh, that was the the wrong answer. Uh, there is in fact twelve zeros in a trillion. So Mahoney, um, I would apologize to you, but mm-hmm. I hate you and I'm not going to. Uh, I would like to uh, please. I will, I will give you a chance to uh, uh, to redeem yourself. Call, no, here. we need to call Ashley back. <laughs> but I'll give you a chance to redeem yourself here by asking you the last question that I asked her uh-huh. that she got correct. Uh-huh. Uh, what is the official state bird of Montana? That is not the question you asked her. Yep, that's no, the it is not. Yes, it is. No, it is not. Mm-hmm. What is it? You could say literally any bird. He has no yeah. answer in you front of you him. Don't, you, don't, you don't know what it is. I do know what it is. Do you? Yes. What is it? It is the Western Meadowlark. You just Googled that, didn't you? <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. You know, I just don't get it. The bit about if the internet went down... And who would miss their cell phone much? And it sounds to me like we've got a boob lover and a DIY guy. And then there's the alpha brain girl. Audrey, please, you don't belong with these two. Step it up, girl. Cut loose. Lose the dead weight. Message deleted. 
Is she saying that we're the dead weight and that you? Okay, I'm the smart one because I take alpha brain. Hold on, and she also said there's a boob guy and that's a you D- and and a DIY guy. You're not the DIY I, guy. Well, but I follow a lot of DIY accounts uh, for you know uh, inspiration. Mahoney uh-huh. is all Reno. I'm going to hire somebody to do that. So <laughs> you know, it. that's my DIY. Also. The boob guy is the most accurate description of me of all time. But you're not a boob guy, though. <laughs> I'm not. You're not. No, that's, no, actually... that's actually not it. No, but as far as like what I think is interesting on the internet, mm-hmm. love boobs, love boats. Boom. I mean, Audrey's. Uh, you know, here's the thing. We're all uh, we're we're all here by our own accord, and mm-hmm. you know, if uh, she tires of us or we tire of each other, we can all leave on our own accord. And uh, you know, Audrey's not going anywhere. We do all the work for her. <laughs> <laughs> She'll... I'll just take a sip of my drink real quick. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. Are you guys fans of margaritas? How do you like them if so? Blended, on the rocks, salt on the rim, no salt on the rim. Message deleted. There is something called the people's margarita. The Is it the rocks? It's not on the rocks, so it's... No, I mean, is it the rocks? Because his, his finishing move was the people's elbow. Oh, I see what you're saying. No. Um, it's kind of like a blended margarita, but it's real good. It's got some, yeah, it's got a little salt on the rim. What do you too mean much. kind of? There's no kind of blended. Uh, well, it, it's fe- it feels frothier than a normal blend. So I it's don't double know what blended. They, is that what it is? Uh, that's what it is at Starbucks. You can ask for something double blended and just makes it more smooth. Maybe that's what it is, but it's very, very good. It goes down super, super smooth. I like mine on the rocks. A lot of salt. I mean, we're lot talking a lot of salt yeah. here. See, I go strawberry margarita on the rocks with the sugar rim. Mm. Bomb. Sugar rim's where it's at. Sugar rim like is where it's at. Margaritas for me are very seasonal. I'm not drinking summertime. margaritas. Yeah, summertime, summertime, summertime. Outdoors. Definitely outdoors or like a patio that's yep. open, something like that. That's, margaritas that's, pair really well with like pools and also any other time of the year where you're sad. Is, is where you're sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see, didn't see that coming. Oh, tequila, man. It just It's the fastest thing to turn you happy. Yeah. So, oh, tequila it, turns you happy. See, tequila turns me angry. Into a monster? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I mean, yeah. but that was like the but old school like gold time. tequilas. The, the Like the silvers and the, you know, the better tequilas that we're living in now. Yeah, because you were just drinking crappy tequila. We were drinking Cuervo Gold yeah. and or Montezuma. Montezuma. Oh. Uh. Yeah, but that turns anyone. I mean, any cheap plastic bottle liquor turns anyone into an absolute demon of a person. You guys make margaritas at home? Do you guys make like drinks at home? No, but I don't have a pool at home. And I think if I had a pool, Dave, you've got one now. I think that this is now peak margarita at home having time. See, but the like the kids are clumsy. Like even yesterday, like I had a like vodka and one of those flavored Red Bulls and I just made it and I set it down by the pool and my daughter comes there and just kicks it over. I'm like, unintentionally. Are you still drinking glass by the pool? No, no more glass oh, okay. by the pool. <laughs> you just get like a, well, that's why you get one of those big old big daddies oh, yeah. where it's in a thermos. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if it gets knocked and over. it stays cold. It stays cold. Ice yep. cold. Yep. I need to get one of those. She, she knows what's up. Yeah, man. Or like Yeti or have, there's also ones that are just called Bubba, the Bubba brand. Uh, that's, that's the one I need right there. Yeah. Give, me, give me that Bubba. Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that the world's largest snowflake was recorded in Montana in 1887 and measured 15 inches wide and 8 inches thick? That's a big snowflake energy right there. Message deleted. That's just a snowball. Somebody nah, man, snowball. That is that. not the world's biggest snowflake. I've seen the one that's six snow- foot four, 320 pounds <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Dave and Mahoney. 
You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. No matter how much you love your significant other, there's just some things that you should know better than to try to do with them. Guillermo said, something I can't do with my wife is drive. She'll complain about the speed, the distance, the music choice, the temperature. Like, damn, you just want to drive instead? So, but what are we to do? What What do you mean? What are you to do? <laughs> Shut up. What are we to do? Quiet. You know? Why There's does my wife else. have an opinion about which parking spot I choose? Well, because she's got to pull the kids out. I'm there. I'm pulling the kids out. But are oh, you? you could have parked over there. I've n- but never my guess is, once Dave, in my life Dave, have I said, Dave, babe, you picked the wrong parking you're gonna spot. You're going to get, you're gonna get in trouble here, man. Uh, <laughs> your wife probably pulls the kids out way more often than you do. That's true. So she has yes. way more experience oh, and knows the lay experience. of the land and the okay. lay of the parking lot okay. a little bit better than you. So maybe you, uh, you just take a... Take some advice, some yeah. friendly, uh, cr- uh, constructive criticism mm-hmm. in that regard. I have no. a theory that we are to make decisions about life and the home every other place, but whenever it comes to us doing it when our significant others are behind the wheel, all of a sudden, it's a it's an issue. You No, you have decided <laughs> that you are a passenger princess. In your own words, Audrey, Yes, you should be a quiet passenger princess. Interesting. You want me to not have opinions, huh? As a woman? That's right. Are you anti-woman? Yes. In this position, absolutely. (laughs) Y'all talk too much. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, This one from Jessica on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Mahoney said, we can't hike together. He enjoys hiking and likes pushing himself and I'm way behind shouting every bad word in the book because I'm miserable. If you have people who walk at different speeds... Or have, you know, different levels of fitness that are, you know, it's a pretty wide gap like my wife and I do. My wife has cardio that can last forever. My cardio is very limited. But does she stay on pace with you, though? Sometimes she'll walk too fast and she'll uh, tell me that I'm slow because she tracks all her fitness, too. So she will tell me that I am slowing down her average mile time. That is so hurtful. (laughs) You are making me worse. Uh, David on Facebook as well said, we can't talk politics. I'm pretty much down the middle. She leans very left and is very passionate about it. So always ends up in an argument. Politics is tough. Ah. Those religion. Yeah. We don't talk about it. (laughs) Stop, stop, stop. I mean, yeah. if If you know that you're going to fight about it, then why bring it up? Like, but there people are certain uh, things. like holidays, though they. Love. Oh, the wine love. starts. No, but that's like family members. Yeah. That's not spouse. Like you're talking the person who you are. You've never married been with to. somebody who likes just poking, poking the fire. I don't like to argue, and my, you know, I, I get my arguing out with you guys yeah, on, a, on a pretty daily uh-huh. basis. Is yeah. that what we are to you? Yeah, you're, yeah. you you're so you can go home bag. and be more pleasant. You're the pillow I scream into. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> This is Dave and Mahoney. You guys, something terrible just happened to me. Apparently, my wife is listening, and she heard me talking. What a terrible thing to have your wife supporting your your, your business, Dave. (laughs) Shut up, Audrey. That's what you get, Dave. (laughs) She just texted me. You are the absolute worst parker. You constantly double park and park on the lines. And I had to crawl out of the back seat. Because well, your her car is bigger than your car, so maybe you're just not used to driving such a big vehicle. I, I'm not used to driving her car like I'm used to driving my car. Yeah. That is true. Um, but uh, to tell somebody that they're a terrible parker is a really, really rude thing to say. And that is on top of what actually led to this topic, which over the weekend I joking, jokingly said, I think I 
almost got divorced three times. And why it's very specifically three times is because that is the number of light fixtures that we hung together this weekend is three. And big light fixtures. Well, are you talking comparison. like chandeliers or yeah, something? Well, like, what? yeah, two of them replaced chandeliers, so they're not like actual, sh- well, one of them is. But then the other one's like the one over the dining room table, which is also yeah, a yeah. fairly large one. And man, those things were heavy and awkward and awful to hang. Why and didn't you just hire somebody to do this? Because I'm one of those people that goes, I can do this. And then halfway through, I go, I should have hired somebody to Dave, do this. Dave, we were talking about you fixing a light in your office. What was mm-hmm. it two weeks ago? Yeah, it was last. And week. that was quite the ordeal. And that's a much smaller and easier light to get yeah. installed. Mm-hmm. You know, they have people who do this I for know, a living who literally can do it right, perfectly, but in a in a reasonable amount of time, and you don't have to like touch anything. Fight. So, but how did it go? I mean, did the fixtures get hung? Yeah, did you the guys have kissing and making up afterwards? No, it's it's not even that like we're arguing to the point where we'd have to like make up or anything like that. It's just I my blood is boiling. And it's mostly because of You're my just own incompetence. Yes, I'm yeah. frustrated, I'm angry, I'm holding this light up. It's heavy, it's clunky. I need more hands. Well, that's not I, her fault. That I know you it's can't not her fault, it. but she's the only one there, so somebody has to take the blame. I mean, I was around this weekend. You could have called and seen if I would have been around to help. I, you would not have been around to help. I, had, I didn't do much this weekend. Could have. Should have just given me a call. And man, my kids are at that age where they're just so such unhelpful little goobers. Just laughing at you. Where like I dropped, yeah, I like drop the cap or something or a screw. And I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, can you hand me that? And they're like, which one? I'm like, the one right in front of you. Which one? That one. And I'm sweating on top of this ladder. My arms are shaking. I'm just mad. Oh, you're up on a ladder, oh, too. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you don't work on your car. That's true. So why would you think working in your house because this is our level of skill that I can do? I'm able to do it. I just hate it. See, I am just thinking about how romantic this scenario could have been because you could have hung it up at like almost like mistletoe and you could have been like, wow, babe, what if we kiss underneath this chandelier right now? And then you kiss and then you have a fifth baby. Look, babe, the chandelier is up. Finally, something is hung. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Dave and Mahoney present. Yeah, you work here. Are you the manager? Fast food freakouts. Okay, next one, Dave. Thank you. Steve is joining us for a round of fast food freakouts today. Steve, let me ask you a serious question. What is the last fast food restaurant that you ate at? In and out. Okay, good choice. Uh, Mahoney is the world's leading expert when it comes to fast food restaurants, so good luck to you today. Mahoney is on your side, so is Audrey if you need some additional help today. Hello. We have a total of three of them. you got to get two out of the three in order to be our winner today. Dave, I am the world's most renowned mm. fast food forensic expert. I have sure. been to no less than 26,311 McDonald's here in the continental United States alone. There's not that many. Uh, sir, you forget, you don't take into account how many have closed and opened. So, yes. No, yes, it is possible. We have not cycled through 100% <laughs> okay. of all the McDonald's in I your have, lifetime. That's I just have. not true. You're a liar. A fact. Okay. <laughs> here we go with number one. This is an employee recording a conversation with his manager after he was fired for getting sick on the job. Let's have a listen. Called before him and that I was sick. And then she said that she would put me on something outside where I'm not even near the food. It's a food safety hazard, even me being around the food. I'm telling you that I don't feel this is a good fit for you because you have been sick. I just, I don't understand the reason that I'm being fired. You're within your 60 days. I don't feel like this is a good fit for you. You shouldn't think that this is a good fit for you either. 
sir, you're barfing all over the food. That's a problem for everyone. Um, tough, <laughs> this is a tough one. It is a tough one. So here is the multiple choice, and good luck to you, Steve. We got A, a Popeyes, B, a Jack in the Box, or C, a Chick-fil-A. This feels Chick-fil-A to me. This Absolutely. Because she's, she's handling herself yep. pretty in a pretty proper manner. Mm, so not a good fit for you. She was being very nice. Uh, Steve, what do you think? Popeyes, Jack in the Box, Chick-fil-A. We'll go on Mahoney. Chick-fil-A is Chick-fil-A. correct. Very nice, guys. On the board with one. I mean, if, how many times? You, he, he's called in sick in 60 days already. I mean, I get it. But I, get I also it get it, man. Yeah. So yeah. this is a uh, like a casual dining type of place. This uh, customer is drunk in the middle of the day, yelling at staff, and the cops end up getting called. Are you kidding? You're stupid. You're so dumb. You're so you losing your job. But dad's a lawyer. Okay, so that uh, that lady, if you uh, missed it there, she uh, she's 42, drunk in the middle of the day, and her dad is a lawyer. Waffle House. Uh, not a, not <laughs> on the know. list. And also, Waffle House doesn't sell booze. This oh, is, there's booze here? Well, I mean, they, she was very drunk so in the middle Denny's. of the day. It was A, a Red Lobster, B, a Chili's, or C, an Olive Garden. That's giving Chili's vibes. Chili's vibes. Chili's has those super cheap uh, drinks, too. Dude, I've been drunk at a Red Lobster at 11 a.m. before, though. I mean, <laughs> those Cheddar Bay biscuits are everything. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm sticking with, my, I'm sticking with it. Chili's has the more... I feel like if you're going to go pound for pound, best chance, I think we go Chili's. Okay. Steve, it's time to make a decision, and you're going Chili's, and that means that you win. You guys are obscenely good at this. I've been drunk at a Chili's. They've got a really good, like, drink happy hour specials mixed in with a, like, appetizer deal. If you're not down to drink at a Chili's, you are not down with me. I actually had to (laughs) Uber from a Chili's. (laughs) We are so trashy. This is Dave and Mahoney. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, D, M, and A. I've come to the realization that when you start to get older and you realize that Sam's slash Costco pizza is pretty damn good over the other chain places. I think we're hitting a new level of adult. I just wanted to share that and perhaps get your thoughts on it. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Message deleted. Costco hot dogs, literally the best deal in food still, period. $1.50 for a quarter pound hot dog and a Pepsi. You know, when it comes to pizza, though, the thing that's been bothering me a lot about pizza recently is the incredible swing in price. Yep. So you're telling me that I can go get a pizza from Costco and it's a big, very good pizza that actually holds up well. Yep. And the whole thing is ten dollars. Twelve ninety nine, I think. Is it eleven ninety nine? Something like that. Uh, inflation. Maybe it's ten ninety nine. Something like that. Dinner pizzas too. Or I can order a pizza to my house and it's two hundred and seventy eight dollars. Well, it's because you're you're paying for the delivery service. If you were to pick it up, it'd be cheaper. I know, but who's going to go do that? Well, but you're already picking up the pizza if you're uh, going to Costco. Costco's different. You're already shopping at Costco. I'll just get a pizza on the way out. Well, then you just got to suck it up because that's part Mm. of the fees. Dave, we were both right because one's a cheese pizza, the other one's a pepperoni pizza. So the nine or ten bucks. The old pepperoni costs you an extra two bucks, huh? Uh, Extra dollar on top of that. But I will say, Costco has the best pound for pound price pizza for it's cost. Mm-hmm. Like, you can get a hot $5 hot and ready. 
which, you know, does its does the job from Little Caesars. Been there, done that. Gives me too much of a heartburn, though. So for me, <laughs> I don't do the hot and ready. When you, You're right, Dave. You go to a high-end pizza place. I've seen pizza places charge upwards of $40 for a pizza, which is obscene. ingredients are using. I mean, it's obscene. But whereas Costco, again, high quality, right there. You walk in, you walk out, and you can get some shopping done in the meantime. Ten bucks. Is it high quality or is it convenient? No, it's high quality. It's high quality. It's both. It's a good, good mix. Costco doesn't do anything low quality. It's not, it's not like the best pizza you've ever had, okay, but it's so good. It's good. Sure. And it's, it's really best, good for the price. It's the best pizza you'll But then the that doesn't make it high quality. High it, quality would be like buffalo mozzarella straight from Italy imported. Oh, that's who's, high that's quality. Fancy. Like that. no, there's a difference between fancy and high quality. And Costco, everything <laughs> they do, you can buy Grey Goose vodka for retail price, whatever it is, or you could buy the Costco Kirkland version, and it's one-fourth of what you would pay for normal Grey Goose. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. It's, for me, this is why my house needs to be within five miles from a Costco. That's how he's all determining. Times. And, I mean, Mahoney has evolved. Over the years, he's always been like this. Uh, but it used to be, had to be close by to a Wendy's. Yep. Now, it's a Costco. You've grown up. I've grown. Look at you. Thank Please you. Leave a message after Mostly the my pants size has grown. Mm-hmm. For the best hugs, this is so depressing. Um, my ex-boyfriend literally gave the best Hugs, and now that he's my ex, uh, I look to my dog for that. I have to find some new friends, maybe. Oh my god! Message deleted. Oh, that's really sad. I mean, you still got a dog to hug, though. That's pretty cool. Also, like, don't touch me. I don't really I love, love you, hugs, but don't touch me. You're a terrible hugger. I don't. I don't I, like hugs. I, I'm sorry to put you on blast like that. Uh, you're just a weird hugger. I don't want to hug anybody. I know, and you can tell. Like I'll hug my my you, mom. You turn into like mind. a two by four, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah you know, weird. it's just physical. Yeah, a weird hugger. We don't have to. We don't have to hug. I bet you're a real good hugger, aren't you, Audrey? I am all about like I love hugs. Yeah, I, I'm a hugger. That that is 100 percent me. But have you ever places hugged where you don't need yeah. to hug? Isn't isn't he a weird side hugger? Hugs. It's a side hug. It's a weird no, hug. It's no, respectful. I, I, I think that that's a uh, Mahoney trying to be respectful hug. I've is never thought. I've never yes. thought Mahoney was an odd or awkward hugger. He's a weird hugger. No, Next I'm respectful. Pay, pay attention to it. No, it's not that. Because you you know me, I want I want a full frontal hug from you, and you just won't you won't do no, it. No, not you're not getting it. I'm not. Why Re- not, man? Respect respectful side hug only. <laughs> the Keanu Reeves of hugs. You know, Keanu <laughs> doesn't even touch anybody. <laughs> well, he air same. hugs. Same. <laughs> Keanu is just like telepathically hugging everyone. <laughs> the Keanu Reeves of hugs. Shut up. <laughs> Who would win a fight? A ten year old or a one hundred year old? That is a tough one. Let me know. Message deleted. Too many, too many variables. That 10-year-old probably. I mean, modern day 10-year-old? I don't know. Like a lot of kids t- today aren't nearly softies. as... That 100-year-old's been to war. Yeah, he's seen, seen some, some stuff. stuff. Maybe a couple wars. Well, because they went to war, they probably are did, like, old. did you yeah. do one loud noise? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that 10-year-old's got him. No. This is David Mahoney. Audrey, out of all the places in this world that you have been hit on, what would you say is the weirdest place? Again, the rashy aisle in the grocery mm. store. Yeah, I mean, when somebody is actively saying that they have a rash and they're asking you for advice on the rash, that's just that's a weird way to lead in general. Like, if you were, I don't know, a decade into a relationship, 
I don't even think I'd tell my wife if I had a rash, if we're being honest. If we got four kids together, and I'm not going to. You're not telling you got a rash? What kind of, just depends on kind of rash. Is it an ass rash? What are you going to do? You just take some pics and send it to Teledoctrin? Yeah, I'm I'm going to FaceTime with some weirdo that lives in a different state that can prescribe me something that is going to cure this rash. Dave's going to stand over his phone and squat. (laughs) You got another uh, rash on the Grundle, Farah? Yeah, yeah, I do. Oh, gosh. Yeah, no, that would probably be peak top, top, top 10 uh, worst places for me. I do have a worst one somehow when it comes to inappropriate ways to hit on somebody. Okay. Uh, this girl, her name is Amber. She was checking Amber. her mail when a dude ran up to her and held her at gunpoint and oh. robbed her of a hundred dollars. What? I'm glad she had a hundred on him on herself to give. Yeah, like Who has cash anymore. Here you go. Here's a hundred bucks. Get away from me. But uh, Amber said that she was forced to search this guy on Facebook. While he watched, what oh he then said God. that he would pay her back later before getting on his bicycle and riding off. Which man, you can't be robbing people when you're on a bike. What are you doing? I mean, he, he's being—he's uh, being. Uh, what's the word, Dave? He's being eco-friendly. Here's where things get weird. Weird. Uh, he already was had her at gunpoint. Took took a hundred bucks and say, "Hey, follow me on Facebook." How could it get any weirder? I've never because... ridden a bike with a gun. That seems like I don't want to combine those two things. Yeah, it's not I gonna... mean, maybe if it was like not a pistol, but maybe if it, if you had something with like a like a like a crossbody strap. Sure. Yes. If you had it <laughs> like on your thing. on your back. If you had your twenty two that you had when you sure. were you know, in shop class in yeah. middle school, you're out there doing target practice for. But she got a message on Facebook from this guy mm-hmm. saying, "Look, I'm going to pay you back. It's a crappy way to meet, but damn, you are just too pretty to rob." Even though you did you rob her. You robbed her. Yeah. Uh, he was arrested for armed robbery and uh, charged with possession of a handgun as a felon. He was also arrested the week prior for robbery resulting in bodily injury and battery with a deadly weapon. How somebody like that is out, right? Like, How do you get bail? Yeah, right. You're already a felon. You just got busted for a gun and you hurt somebody the week before and you're robbing somebody. There's battery with a deadly weapon, all that stuff, and you're out a week later. You've gone a lot differently for this woman, and I'm very glad that she is actually telling a semi-funny tale through this. Um, you know, but this is where the, this yeah. is where our system is just totally flawed. Like, what do you mean this guy is out? Well, like, he's going to do it again. Yeah, who are the, who are the, who are these judges who are granting bail for stuff like this or making it attainable? Right, like, it's not like this dude's out here with you know he can he can post a half million dollar bond easy. It's not like you're you're. You know, selling weed yeah. at, a, at a festival. This is this is far more robbery. The previous week, he shot two people and hit another person with a brick. So, like, that's what he was busted for the previous week. And the fact that he's out here, but then again, the gall to be like, "Hey, you're so hot." And he kept going on and on about how good looking she was, and you know, uh-huh. hey, I didn't mean to rob you. It's a weird way to meet and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And he really crazy. All of his wisdom thought. This is going to work. Let me try and gaslight her into also, believing that she was so beautiful enough that I just couldn't help but rob you. How stupid are men? <laughs> so I mean, really. God, I mean, we're so thirsty. Just the dumbest. We are the dumbest. Yeah, we suck. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Glitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So the box office this past weekend was kind of meh. I mean, Spider-Man won it with $19.3 million. But are you guys surprised to see that The Flash is not doing more? I mean, I know that's not like a huge character. And there's been a lot of drama around this Ezra Miller character. But, uh, you know, it fell 72% 
to $15.3 million domestically since last weekend. Um, and there's some people that are saying that they didn't like the movie. It got, like, fairly poor exit scores. But, Mahoney, you went and saw it. You said you liked it fine. Yeah, man, I mean, I'm, I'm not a, even a huge DC fan. I mean, I'm a huge Batman fan. But, the you know, their cinematic universe has paled in comparison to Marvel's over the years. And, you know, it'll be interesting seeing James Gunn taking over. But I really thought The Flash did a pretty good job. I had fun throughout that movie most of the time. And wasn't Michael Keaton in it? And Michael they Keaton, they back brought Batman? back Michael Keaton as Batman. And that's not a spoiler. He's in the trailers. Right. So, and he was also phenomenal. I mean, that just makes me feel like, if anything, this is, you are just slandering and like tainting the name of Michael Keaton. And he's one of the best actors to exist. At least go to the box office for this guy so he's not like wholeheartedly embarrassed about being in here with this douchebag Ezra. Is there, I mean, as far as like movie universes and franchises go, I mean, the way that DC has screwed up Batman and Superman. I mean, yeah. it's amazing when you think that Marvel has turned a bunch of characters that people were like mid about. You know, we grew up in a time where Batman was Superman, the end all be all. Absolutely. Same thing with Superman. Yes, and they, and they completely botched both of those. It's just unreal they can't get out of yeah, their way. Growing up, you know, Batman and Superman were like the two big, you know, DC properties. I had all the Batman yes. stuff, Tim Burton's Batman, all the, you know, I was walking the, around wearing the, the comic Iron Man book series, shirt. The, the cartoons. Yep. I think the Dark Knight all, brought it back. That did, but then they, the I think they, I think they, I think they ruined it with this last one that, you know, with, even though I thought Robert Pattinson was a great Batman, I, didn't I thought the it. story was really bad. Yeah, and the it, plot was horrible. You know, so seeing James Gunn go writing. over there, and Marvel was a second tier product. You know, Spider Man was their big guy. They got a boost in the 90s with the X-Men, but outside of that, Marvel was always kind of second tier to DC, and now you look at what, you know, the the movie properties have done for Marvel, and it is crazy. Uh, so the fact that The Flash is only, hasn't even done $100 million has blown me away. Uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse doing $317 million domestically, but that also goes to show when you do it right. Yeah. You know, and that's something that people were 100% calling for. I just think this is a very, very crowded summer blockbuster season. Absolutely. I mean, There's it so feels like we are back movies. to normal when it comes to Things how, have to fail. I mean, you look yeah. at, you know, you still got Super Mario Brothers movie, which was huge. You had another Fast and Furious movie, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Transformers, Little Mermaid, The Flash, a Pixar movie with Elemental, Enter the Spider-Verse, and then a, a Wes Anderson movie. Which, which I saw. You went and saw the West Anderson I was movie? You're the, the one, one, guy? one person who went and saw the West <laughs> Which, again, great soundtrack, amazing visuals, phenomenal acting. Bad story. Really? My least favorite <laughs> Wes Anderson movie I've ever seen, and I've seen every one of his. Did I'm, he write and direct? Or? Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. I mean, the direction's good. It's just not a great story. Mm. Um, and in a very classy move, uh, Netflix has announced that they are going to start streaming the Titanic movie again on Saturday, July 1st. Well, they usually, I mean, to be fair, they usually put it back in in the summertime. <laughs> yeah, it just seems like, hey, man, like maybe let this chill out for like a couple of weeks before no, you this like is, okay. make this the is announcement. Peak. This is peak time to put it on. I know, but it's uh, just, it feels a little tacky to me just because everyone's talking about Titanic right now. Oh, we're going to put it back on our streaming network. Uh, but, you know, also like five people just died. You know, but I mean, I get what you're saying. It's probably there's good, also 700 people out on a boat that just also sink. That is that is very true, and a bunch of people are not too <laughs> a lot pleased. Of people are dying that they spend all over the millions place. of dollars on that. But let's yeah. all just look at 
Leonardo DiCaprio and just have our souls comforted. Did well, you see that Mr. Beast, who's, if you don't know who Mr. Beast is, he's very popular online. He's, yeah. He's the guy that flew the drone that Tom Brady hit out of the sure. sky. That was the big thing recently that made the uh, big news. He said that he was invited to be on that sub and ended up not going wow. on it. But he could have been one of the uh, one of the five people on that. It's thing. Uh, you know crazy crazy situation. And I, I'm with Audrey. I don't think this is a. It's always back every other month. I, yeah, I think yeah. this is. It's just a unfortunate coincidence. But I also think there's more people now who are interested in it. And as you know, Audrey, the first scene starts with. A advanced submarine going down there. Yes. Yeah. James Cameron has been down there apparently 30 times. Yeah, and has been saying, no, it's not safe. Yeah. Go figure. This is Dave and Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833 Yo Dummy. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Hey, I'm just listening to the show from the jacuzzi again, but I got something to say. I am not. I repeat, I'm not a swinger. I'm the farthest thing from it. Quit using the wrong head, you sicko. Thinking like that. Message deleted. We didn't say that you were a swinger. If you uh, missed a day ago, she phoned us while she was listening from the hot tub, and we always appreciate a phone call from a hot tub. She didn't say whether or not it was an above ground jacuzzi That's or true. not. We so, just said that a lot of people that have an above ground jacuzzi are and, swingers. And no kids in the house. That's right. Not everyone. But but like 98%. Yeah. yeah. 99%. Also, she's lying. She's for sure a swinger. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Live your best life. No judgment. Hey, I just wanted to call and tell you guys that it is called a pipe wrench and a crescent wrench. Both of your man cards are revoked. Didn't you have a dad that taught you about tools? Come on, guys. Message deleted. No. You're teaching us about tools right now, aren't you? Yeah. Buddy. Yeah. Pipe down. There's certain things that I need to know in this world, and the difference between a pipe wrench and a crescent wrench and one of those cute yeah. little needle-nose plow wrenches. You think, so Dave and I, <laughs> you think our dads taught us anything about tools? We, like, I mean, all we do is talk. Like, that's, that's the only <laughs> skill we have. Like, they knew what we, they knew, like, my dad tried to teach me some things yeah. and then, like, immediately knew, like, you are not, this is not mechanically yeah. inclined. Yeah. And then they pushed me into things that, like, I was good at. Yeah. Dudes with tools are hot. Yeah, no. no I, I wish I, I knew I how to use tools. Well, that's so why much, I feel like man. you went into that tool store and you just found the largest one. So, you like, whenever your wife is around, you just, like, carry this giant wrench <laughs> wrench. Like, the largest I really wrench you possibly that, could find. I thought that wrench would work. Over here, babe. <laughs> 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 You really uh, thought that was going to work? I really it, did. It did not work at all. It no, was cartoonish. And it actually cut my, the webbing of my thumb oh, and my buddy, forefinger. Oh, buddy, are you okay? I had to put Neosporin on we over the weekend. You, we got to get you on disability, brother. I mean, that, that is, is a, was a workplace accident. That's right. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Um, have any of you honestly picked someone up at a bar? Like, I'm wondering. I know it's cliche, but it's like never happened to me. And I've actually tried. So... Maybe I'm just creepy. I don't, no. I don't know. Yes. Message deleted. First off, your experience of trying to pick people up versus our experience trying to pick people up, two two different things. You go to somebody, you, let's go. Done. Almost 99% of the time. If they're single, yes. And, and yes, you know, we grew up, Dave and I, in the scene before social media, before online dating, before all that. The yeah. only place to really meet women who, you know, were like, would be attracted to me and him was at bars. At the bar, sure. Yeah. yeah. 
That used to be a thing. I can't imagine trying to do it now. Not not in a million years now. Not a, I would I would have the a club a bar. I used to go to clubs. I used to go to bars. Like See, my Aud- single Audrey days is were looking at us like we would be the lamest thing in the world if we tried that's to pick not something. What, no, is that that's, not the look you're giving? That's, no, what, that's the look I'm feeling right now. Absolutely not. No, I was I was actually just giggling thinking about the one time that I picked somebody up from the bar, meaning like I hit on them, yeah. like, and I just was very like, hey, I think you're very cute. Give me your number. Sort and of how thing. did it work? I bet it worked. I had to block him on everything because he wouldn't leave me See? alone. <laughs> I had to block him literally on everything. He found me on Twitter. He was like, hello. Like, yeah. I thought God, you were- where you come from? The depths of the, I don't know, like underneath a bridge? I thought you were going to say it was your ex. <laughs> no, 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 uh-uh, no. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. yeah, no. I mean, like it's, hey, I think that people who are still, who still have the ability to talk to people in person, like it's, I'm, I'm refreshed by that, you know. Yes. It's there's something that's like. But there's also an entitlement that's going around in the air. Like everybody's huffing their own sense of like self. Like everybody is so absolutely scared. At least to go up to people now, um, be talked to. Uh, one of my girlfriends is single and has been for a minute. And whenever we were working out together, we would be like, oh, wow, there's so many good looking dudes here. And I'd be like, Ken, like, why don't you go up and talk to one of them? And she's like, I want them to come up and talk to me, but I know that they're, Guys are too scared, especially at gyms. It's true, man. To I'm go not up and be like, anybody hey, at a gym. Yeah. yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. It's like just you this and, weird you can sense have of those like Top Gun, you know, like jet landing signaling you in, coming yeah. in, like, hey, come talk to me. I'm still what, like, I don't. The no, signs no, aren't right. It's a, it's a trap. <laughs> well, that's what the scratchy butt leggings were. I'm sure guys thought like, hey, I'm approachable. Like, come and talk to me. I'm here because I'm trying to look good that's at the gym. The, that's and not it's a phony. It's a fake. Dudes like Mahoney and I are like, if we talk to anyone, we're getting tased immediately. This is Dave and Mahoney. So we had a brush with uh, with tragedy this weekend. Uh, Mahoney and myself were both being cornered, I would say, mm-hmm. to a point where we were both nervous going into the weekend because our wives were threatening us with a hike. And they were plotting this together, and we know how dangerous that can be. So they said, hey, we should go to brunch, and then we should go hiking. And both Mahoney and I said, no, we should not do that. And then they continued to plan it. And Did the you reason... say no, though? Oh, yes. You oh, really yes. said no? Oh, yes. I mean, I'm not brave. I'm not like emphatically being like, no, I'm not doing that because. You're presenting other options. I'm like, what if we just uh, don't do that? Like, what if we just go to brunch? We're going to have a long week ahead of us. And like, what if we just like recharge and yeah. have a fun day relaxing? See, I took it the other direction. I was like, babe, like you've been wanting to get your nails done. Or wouldn't it be cute if you took. Uh, maybe one of the girls with you, and you guys got like red, white, and blue for Fourth of July nails, and you know, just trying that to dangle fun, some things yeah. out of it. And it worked. <laughs> it worked. Got out of the hike. Yes. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm anything I can do to avoid hiking in the summer when it's hot out. Mm-hmm. I, I will. You know, I will make up an excuse. Also, uh, when it's not hot out or not the summer, also want to avoid hiking. But I'm glad you guys got uh, through this and didn't have to go. It was serious, man. I mean, also hiking after a breakfast. I mean, I ate like you, that. I sent Audrey a picture of it. I had like 22 biscuits and gravies. Solid B's and G's. Yeah. Love a B and G moment. Uh, there's that no was, way. So that was another move. I, I have not disclosed this, and I I think it's early enough for maybe my wife isn't listening, but I intentionally over-ordered at breakfast. To get everybody. And encouraged her to have some, some extra. I'm like, hey, I got this... Uh, 
you know, Eggs Benedict, would you like one of the little muffins? And she's like, oh, that does sound pretty good. And then, you know, we got another little Southwest sandwich. And, oh, you should get those pancakes, baby. Try to load her down, steal hey. her will. <laughs> Chestnut checkers, baby. <laughs> Chestnut <right>. checkers. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show.